world's on fire, our culture's disintegrating. Hey, pass the salt. It's time. It's time. Hey, you, pass the salt. You know why it's disintegrating? Because we're jellyfish. <laughs> pass the salt, will you? Pass the salt. Pass the salt, amigo. <laughs> it's time. It's time. I think they could give us a new name. I believe we are Evan Jellyfish. Hey, will you pass the salt? Pass the salt. We need salt over here. It's time for Pass the Salt. Pass the salt. But we like to share the gospel without any backbone to it, see? The views, opinions, and seemingly outrageous comments expressed in this program are based on the Holy Spirit leading of a man called Coach. I gotta ask you this out there, Christian America. It's time for Pass the Salt with a coach, Dave Daubenmeyer. Oh, good morning, good morning. What's that they tell us? <clears throat> Politics makes strange bedfellows. Uh, I got on my all-in gear today, my war hat, my war helmet, seeing how we're in war and supposedly we're at war against uh, Ukraine, Russia, in the Ukraine. Uh, do you think you could sit down the average American and for $420 have them tell you what that war was about, what's going on over there? I know what they would tell you. Oh, the Russians, 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 Putin, 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 Russians, Russians, Putin, Putin, Putin. Uh, that, that, of course, our government, our side, why we're high and mighty and noble in everything we do. Uh, you don't believe that, do you, friends? You don't believe that. And we look at where we are in this mess in America today. And how many of you would say, well, Coach, we're partially in this mess because of the industrial media complex. But the media is the one who has stirred up all this stuff against Donald Trump. Remember, Trump was in bed with Putin. He was a party. He was, a, he was uh, working with Putin. He was a puppet of Putin. Remember all that? And now Joe Biden gets in there. We're at war. We're, we're <laughs> Folks, there's so much stuff that is being manipulated. And if there's a theme, first of all, Flea Flicker Friday, I really want to try to make it one. But if there's a theme of this Flea Flicker Friday, it would be this. Really, truly now, who can you trust? Who really can you trust? And now, I, listen, I'm not just talking about uh, politics. I'm not talking about media. I'm talking about pulpits, <laughs> educators, scientists. Who can you trust in this world in which we live in today? I trust my wife. I trust, I don't even have to, I, I can't say I trust her as far as I can throw her because I don't want to throw her. I, I want to keep her close because I can trust her. But uh, the battle that we're facing in America and in the world today is over truth. And I'm going to dive into that a little bit. As I said, I'm, I do want to try to make it a flea flicker Friday. Hey, listen, I love all of you. I got several, uh, not several. When I say several, that's more than two. I got more than two emails yesterday about, Coach, say this in a nice way. Okay, I'll say it the way they said it. About people hogging time on the show. And I don't, I don't know what to do about it. I want this to be a free flow of ideas. I want you to feel welcome at any time to say what you want to. But I got more than two emails yesterday. Say, Coach, you let some of these people just drone on and on and on and on. Well, that's why I started about a month ago. If you remember, I said, tell us a story, not your life story. Some of you are still telling us life stories. And then they said, you let some of those guys come back in there four times. I can't even get in there. They're in there four times. I get it. <laughs> so I don't, I don't want to be a guy that says, okay, you get to talk once because I understand how the spirit flows. That when something hits you, you want to get it out. But friends, come on now. We got a lot of people. We picked up a lot. We've picked, we've really been, our audience has been growing and building. And I'd love to hear from some people I never heard from before. Right now, somebody texted, somebody sent me an email, Silver, said, Coach, it's almost like you got co-stars. Well, first of all, I'm not a star. It ain't about me. But it's like you got co-stars. Are you setting those guys up? You guys hear what I'm saying out there? So let, let's all be sensitive to that. Because everyone, some, some love to tell stories. Some don't want to. Some are afraid to come in. Some are... Uh, intimidated. Some think, well, why would, it, uh, why would anybody want to hear what I want to hear? And then they look up and there's 17 names down there and some of you have been in it for the fourth time. You know what I'm saying, right? I, help, help me out here. I don't know how to, I don't know how to best get, get over it. I don't know how to do it. I'm going to brag on Myra real quick. Pull that first one up there for me, uh, Jonathan. 
Myra made the big time yesterday. Myra was on dot with Dr. Don, Dr. John Diamond, and I, I want to uh, tip my hat. I know I use that phrase a lot. I thank John Diamond because uh, John Diamond, brother, he spreads the butter around. John Diamond, it's never about John Diamond. And he's always trying to advance the cause. And, man, they went, they went on there yesterday for 15 minutes. They talked about you guys. They talked about Coach Dave live in the huddle and the people in the huddle. And so I just want to give you a couple minutes of Myra, and then I'll let Myra come in and pray here for us. This was Myra yesterday on the big time, watched in 13 countries, at least 13 countries uh, around the world on, on Friday on TV. And I think I said to put that up at, uh, didn't I say eight minute mark, I think? I think Myra comes in. Myra comes in at the eight minute mark, Jonathan. She comes in at the eight minute mark, I think. So let's. Let's let obviously see My- Myra. I'm sorry, I thought I had that set up. Area, but sometimes they stay in that huddle for <laughs> sometimes hours afterwards. And there's, 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 no, way, there's no better way um, than to keep your fire hot and then to find yourself in the room with a bunch of people that are on fire for Christ, un- Amen, on John. fire for this nation, on fire Amen, for truth. So uh, w- one of the most really inspirational ladies that, that I've met out of this group is is Myra Schneider. Myra, I'd like to welcome you to America Unhinged this morning. Well, I feel very welcome, and I would like to start with a prayer. I rebuke the devil. I release the anointing that breaks the joke. I release the fire, the glory, and the peace of the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. And when, amen. I, when, okay, I, when listen, I tell you what, every you can, time you, I... You can, go to, you can pull her down. Listen, just go to Brighty on TV and click on uh, uh, p- past shows or something like that. Down at the bottom, it says you can click on it, and you can watch Myra. But I think we have her live and in color today, Myra. You want to come in and open us up with a prayer here this morning? Yes, good morning. Thank you, Coach, and thank you to all of you. You did a great job yesterday, Myra. Well, thank you. Praise. It's the anointing in me, like you say, it's the anointing. It's not myself. Yes. So uh, let's go in prayer. Uh, Psalm, uh, Lord, thank you for a brand new day. Psalm, and we're reading your word in Psalm 119, 130, King James Version. The entrance of the words giveth life. It giveth understanding unto the simple. Holy Spirit, you are welcome to Coach Dave Huddle. Thank you, Jesus, because we are peculiar people. We are. Pray your role. Your your words reads in Matthew twenty two fourteen, King James Version, for many are called, but few are chosen. I release the love the glory and the peace to you in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. We got to get Myra her own show. Hey, hey, Myra, don't try this at home. All right. Don't try this at home. It seems easier than it is. I got, I got emails popping up here. I got my phone going off. I got, but don't try this at home, Myra. This may look easy, but this is, isn't as easy as it might appear. Let me show you something else here. Folks, um, pull up uh, number four, number four. I'm just going to kick this off, and then then we can go, uh, we can go uh, flea flicker Friday if you want to. Let me get Jim in here real quick before he loses. Go ahead, Jim. Go on in. No, there you are. Morning, Coach. I'm oh, sorry about that. That's all right. Uh, I was thinking this morning regarding the uh, Ukraine um, problem and the Biden administration. Perhaps. All the Christians and patriots that wouldn't take the jab in the military and are getting kicked out or have been kicked out, for them, maybe that's really a blessing in disguise. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, they're not being yeah. sent into a conflict that we have no business being in. So, right? hey Jim, are we going to let it, folks? Are we going to let that happen? Are we going to are we going to send our sons over there and die? Are we going to do that again? Uh, are we really going to do that again? I'm with you, Jim. We, we, hey, listen, his ways are not our ways, and his thoughts are not our thoughts. And there's a way that seems right to a man, but the end result is death and destruction. And I I, I, I would almost second that, partially second that. Hey, Jonathan, put this on 1.5 speed, because I lost. I saw this yesterday, and this really hit home with me. Mario Morello talking about conferences, us just getting together and having conferences and where we're going to go 
when this whole thing was, this whole pandemic is over. Go ahead and play it. It's about, uh, about four minutes. <clears throat> Everybody getting together to give each other words from the Lord is a waste of time and energy. Everybody getting together to pray for America and, and getting words from God, how to spare the nation. Is. That isn't God. Yeah. As we head into the coming year, 2022, what do you believe God is saying to the church? Well, I'm going to tell you if I got a, a minute to answer that, because sure. I really feel it's important. In 2019, every prophetic word that I was reading almost to a T was saying that 2020 was going to be a year of prosperity and it was going to be a year of breakthrough and multiplication and all of this stuff was going to happen. Very few predicted the lockdown Mm -hmm. and the virus. And why is that? They were fooled by a mechanism of flattery and a culture that that had lost its way. We had taken the circumstances of America and misread what it meant. And Samson said, you know, I will get up as I've done every single time. And I will go out, you know, and the Bible says he knew not that the spirit of God had left him. What happened Amen. is Samson didn't lose it that night with Delilah. He had lost it a long time ago. Yeah. He was already operating in grace and mercy. God allowed one or two more supernatural physical events to happen. And then finally it happened. Where I'm dis- disturbed is that preachers missed it in 2019. They missed what 2020 was. Now, as soon as the pressure is lifted, Look at them. They're reverting back to the words, the conferences, the focus, the emphasis that fooled them before. And I look at them and I said, you were fooled by that before. Everybody getting together to give each other words from the Lord is a waste of time and energy. Everybody getting together to pray for America and and getting words from God, how to spare the nation. Is. That isn't God. Yeah. And so I feel in 2022 is a year of repentance. Hmm. I believe that, that the word from the from heaven is this. If you go back to what you were before now, you're due for double punishment. You deserve to lose your entire calling because of that. This is no time for people to go back and do all the silly things they were doing that fooled them before. 2022 is a year of repentance and a year of God giving us marching orders. And I'm going to tell you, we've got an election, a midterm election, and it's time for us to punish the evildoers by throwing them out of office. It's time for church to have fire and glory in the name of Jesus. Amen. Well, your Amen. book helps us get a hold of that vessels of fire okay, and glory. Okay, you can close I, I agree with that, folks. I agree with that. And can I tell you? Can I tell you another one? Okay. Please don't get mad at me, because my thoughts break into words at any time. I try to have a filter. Okay. This is me. If I hear, read one more from somebody saying, "Well, Coach, it's <laughs> it's Ezekiel. Oh, Coach, it's Revelation, the bear from the north." Oh, my goodness, my goodness, my Listen, if it is Ezekiel and the bear from the north, what does that have to do with you other than you ought to be working harder anyway? I can't Amen. believe how we automatically always fall back to, well, this is Bible prophecy after all. Tell that to my seven-year-old grandson. I had to get that Amen. out of there. Amen. Right? It's what I was saying yesterday, the other day, about faith. We fall back into these patterns and don't even realize we fall into them. Now, i got to play one, more, one other thing. This is going to be hard to do. Pull up uh, Putin, number three. Pull up number three, Putin. Uh, did you know that Putin in, in two, 2017, I believe it was, came out boldly against the, the degenerate anti-Christianity roots going on in America. Did you guys know that? Did you know that Putin came out and spoke against how we're running away from our Christian roots and accepting homosexuality and trans... Oh, yeah! Oh, yeah! That was Putin. That wasn't Hillary. That was Putin. So that's not going to happen here. He said, that's not going to happen here. Oh, yeah, yeah. Now, I would play this but I, I really can't play it. Maybe I can put it in the chat. The reason I can't play this is because there's an interpreter. And the words are running at the bottom of the screen. And if you're listening by phone, you know, it ain't going to mean anything to you. And he, he, is, he is saying, he's asking, what has happened to the, right there it is. We see that many Euro-Atlantic, the West states, have taken the way where they deny or reject their own roots, including their Christian roots, which form the basis of Western civilization. That's Putin. Compare him to Obama. Compare him to Biden. 
and ask yourself who the real problem is. Oh, he got Putin got Amen. spanked all over that. Because we have denied our Christian roots. And because we've denied our Christian roots, they lie to us every freaking day, and nobody cares. Nobody cares. Because why? It's what I said the other day. Christianity, oh, that's uh, you have faith. That's faith-based. Oh, not welcome here. Uh, we don't talk about faith. Here. Let's bring in humanism, socialism, anti-Christianism, uh, Nazism. Bring all that in here because that's not religious. But you religious folk over here, you faith-based. Oh, my God. Okay, I'm going to shut up for a minute. I'll let you all come in. Flea flicker Friday. I flick some fleas out there. Going in, Alan. Hey, good, good morning, Coach. Good morning. Yes, sir. Here from you. I sure appreciate everything you do for us, Coach. Hey, uh, just one quick thing there. Uh, you got Putin and you got the president of Kenya. They're the only two men in politics that stood up against Obama and his bunch of sodomite mess, man. They're yes, sir. That's yes, the only sir. two. Amen. Folks, I, I, do you think that matters to the Lord? Do you think morality, Christian morality, matters to the Lord. And if you were the Lord, would you be on Putin's side who's speaking out against it or on Biden's side who's promoting it? But see, we're controlled by the media, aren't we? Oh, Putin, oh, oh, be careful with him. Joe Biden, oh, Joe Biden, he's great, right? Come on, come on. I'd like to have a few mean tweets right now, wouldn't you? I'd like to see Twitter light up with... Anyway, come on in, Tom Stouter. Uh, or Emma, whichever one it is. It's Tom today. So it's morning. Hey, morning. One, another reason uh, the left hates Putin is because when he found out American adoption agencies were adopting Russian children, the homosexual, he said, no, no more. No, yeah, I, no wonder they hate him, right? But yeah. No one, huh? I'm going to play a video here in a second. It's going to curl your toes, I promise you. That's what I. Hey, Tom. Does, folks, have you noticed <clears throat> the media picks our enemies? <laughs> oh, coach, that was a home run. Yeah. Have you noticed the media tells us who's a good guy, who's a bad guy? Anybody noticed that out there? I'm not saying Putin's a good guy, but I can tell you this. Line those two guys. I don't, nobody knows a man's heart, right? You line Putin's par- politics up to Biden's politics. And by the way, wasn't the Ukraine where all that Biden tomfoolery went on? Wasn't that there with Hunter Biden? Wasn't that in the Ukraine? Amen. Uh, wouldn't Wouldn't Joe Biden love to see all of the the Ukraine? All I bet he'd love to have some of their records bombed off the face of the earth. Well, don't you bet he would like to see some of that, folks? Huh? Who's really, really in whose pocket? I'll shut up. Come on in, Reggie. So I'm not a Catholic anymore. I haven't been for a long time. I'm Orthodox. And and I have to say, I was friends with uh, Brother Kapner back in 2010. And he had sown some seeds within me. And he taught me about uh, Putin long time ago. He was trying to get people to understand about Putin. Um, but of course, we're brainwashed. So I just wanted to say he's our yeah, hey, Reggie, here's the truth. I don't trust any of them, right? Would it be safe to say, I would never say Putin's a good guy. But how could you say Biden is? Folks, how could anybody, any Christian American, say Joe Biden is a good guy? Uh, regarding Christian values. Is anybody out there that could say that? Anybody? But yet Putin seems to be fighting for morality in Western civilization. Somebody tell Mike Keith, somebody call Mike Keith, tell him to tune in. I want to talk, want him to jump in here real quick and talk about this. Because there is a real East-West fight that's going on. And folks, don't, don't miss this. Putin, <clears throat> what, would, what would happen if all of a sudden the communists were taking over Mexico on our border? In fact, we had that, didn't we? Didn't we call that the Cuban Missile Crisis? What would, yeah. what would, what would, be, what would be America's reaction if Putin was taking over Canada, would we just sit back? Would we just sit back and watch? And, and Putin's out there, and he's looking at NATO, and he's seeing that NATO's trying to drag Ukraine into NATO, and they're going to put bombs right on their border. Huh? How would we react? But see, you're not going to get that from the media. Come on in, Mike Keith. Because Mike, hey, Mike, I, I know you're not a Putin lover either. 
but he is promoting morality far more than uh, the Democratic Party is in America. Well, it's, you know, interesting fact, Coach. Uh, there's a Catholic bishop from the 50s named uh, Fulton Sheen. He was kind of the first televangelist, Roman Catholic. I think he might have been an archbishop. Sure, sure. Uh, Reggie can correct me if I'm wrong. But he said that uh, he predicted in the 50s that communism would collapse in the Soviet Union and that the uh, that Russia would uh, save the world. That's what he said in the 50s. It, it, more specifically, he said the Russian the uh, resurrection of the Russian Orthodox Church would lead the world to Christianity. So, interesting. Interesting. Yes. So, so listen, let's, let's do this real quickly. We'll, we'll slow up. Hunter, get ready. You have to do stop, start, okay? Let me, let me go through just a couple of what Putin says here. Hey, Hunter, I want you to um, Jonathan, I'm sorry, bud. After I read this, Jonathan, go back where you were, bud. Go back where you were. Now, as I, as I read this, just scroll along to where the screen changes after I read this, okay? Putin says, we see that many Eurasian West states have taken the way where they deny or reject their roots, including their Christian roots, which form the basis of Western civilization. Try to slide to the next one if you can. There it is, I think. We see that many, uh, I'm sorry, in these countries, the moral basis and any traditional identity are being denied. National, religious, cultural, and even gender identities are being denied or relativized. This is Putin in 2017. This isn't Joe Biden today. Their politics treats a family with many children as equal to a homosexual partnership. Putin said faith in God is equal to faith in Satan. Wow, folks, did you know that? Did you know that Putin said that? The excesses and exaggerations of political correctness in these countries indeed leads to serious consideration for the legitimization of parties that promote the propaganda of pedophilia? Oh, my goodness. The people in many European states are actually ashamed of their religious affiliations and are indeed frightened to speak about them. Is that Would that be America in 2022, you think? Christian holidays and celebrations are abolished or neutrally renamed as if one were ashamed of those Christian holidays. With this method, one hides away the deeper moral values of these celebrations. This is Putin on the world stage, folks. And these countries try to force this model onto other countries globally. I'm deeply convinced that this is a direct way to the degradation and primitivization of culture. This leads to a deeper demographic and moral crisis in the West. This is Putin! We can be better... What can be better evidence for the moral crisis of a human society in the West than the loss of its reproductive function? Oh my God, is he hitting it. We don't reproduce anymore. We let homosexuals train, raise children. And nearly, today, nearly all developed Western countries cannot survive reproductively. That's why Amen. they're bringing in people over the border. Putin's telling us in 2017. He's a bad guy. Sometimes you wonder, oh, I'll get some emails on that one. No, I'm not, huh? No, I'm not promoting Putin. Without the moral values that are rooted in Christianity, Putin said, and other religions, without rules and moral values, which have formed and been developed over millennia, people will inevitably lose their human dignity. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Boy, if our president would do that, they'd, they'd, they'd put him in chains. And we think it's right and natural. And we think, meaning him, it's right and natural to defend and preserve these Christian values. Wow. Who wants to move to Russia? One has the right, one has to respect the right of every minority to self-determination. But at the same time, there cannot and must not be any doubt about the rights of the majority. Boom. Wow. Oh, I'm, I'm going to stop there. I'm going to say, who, who was first one in line here? I don't even know. Come on, Craig. Yeah, Coach, I almost agree. 
you know, the world, as Christians, they should know us by the fruit we bear. They should know our faith by our works. It it should be speaking volumes, you know, not hiding in a church. It should be out there on them streets putting something together. Well, what Putin is saying, we ought to be delivered. We ought to be defending Christian morality. That's what Putin's saying. We ought to be defending it. Right? Hey, now listen, listen. So here's what's going on, and I'll I'll get to that video. Let me watch you whistle with this. There's a deep state in Ukraine, too. And Putin's sitting next door to it, and he sees what's going on with it. And from what I understand from some of the things I read, when they went in and they began to bomb the Ukraine, I'm I'm not on Russia's side here, okay? But I know I'm getting my media. I know what I'm hearing from the West, Western media, right? Putin didn't just go in there and and strategic or just indiscriminately bomb people. They bombed specific targets, which, from what I understand, houses the Ukrainian deep state. Can anybody say amen? Understand what I'm talking about? Amen. Amen, coach. Amen. We are not going to allow this infiltration into our country. And we know that the media. And the media is trying to get Ukraine respectable and into NATO and then sit with, with rockets and bombs right on Russia's border. How would we react? Huh? How would we react? Come on in, Kevin and Randy. Tell me a story, not your life story. <clears throat> well, I drive a van and tell you a story. Anyway, uh, um, the... In 2014, we signed documentation saying that we would never push NATO toward Ukraine. That's right. That's exactly right. And in 2017, I actually come across this information you were talking about, and I preached a sermon at our church. And actually, Russia in 2017 was 74.4% Christian or believed in God, and the United States was less than 72%. And, and I, that shocked me, and it shocked the congregation that, that uh, the yeah. Russia was more Christian than the United States. Well, and that, he's, he's, a, he, he's adopted the stance of there are only two genders. It's a male and a female. There is, he's uh, outlawed homosexuality. He's outlawed. He's trying to make a stand against pedophilia. And, uh, and, and, and people thought that that was crazy, but that's, I mean, yeah, he, I, I, I don't say that he's a great guy or a good guy, but he stood firm on at least a little bit of righteousness. So, Randy, come on in. Come on, got to move on. Randy. I could say a lot, Coach, but I'll say this. Not all the kings of the earth are conspiring against God and his anointing. <laughs> Oh, brother, huh? Hey, li- hey, friends, listen. I'm, I'm, listen to me. Listen, you better listen to me. Why would God bless America? Can somebody tell me why God should bless America? If you if you drop down into modern 2022 Christianity from the first century, you got time. What do they call that? You got, however, in here, and you looked around. Would you think America was a Christian country? Really? Are we looking at it from God's perspective? Hey, I love America. I love my country. But I'm not afraid, as a football coach, I wasn't afraid to look at our football team and see where we sucked. We've got to get better at that, and we got to get better. Oh, I love the Red Raiders. But, man, we suck at that, and we suck at that, and we suck at that, and we suck at that. And we're an embarrassment to our school because I love my school. So, our government is an embarrassment to Christianity from God's perspective. That's what I say. Jeff, come on in then, Paul. Jeff Klein. I see you. Paul, come on in. Hey, Coach. Uh, yeah, just like we, um, we kind of took Putin and threw him on the side because he's Russian – um, I always thought there was a lot of truth in what he had to say. And the same with, uh, and I hate Nietzsche, but anyway, if you ever reach, uh, want to get some real wisdom, go to Nietzsche. He's somewhat anti-Christian, but not in the sense of the original idea of Christianity. But he, he has many, many good quotes. And one of them is, uh, 
principles of Christian love, it insists upon being well paid in the end. There's a lot of them. Um, he's got a lot hmm. of wisdom to say. And as much as I hate him, um, I, it's truth, kind of truth is truth. Truth is truth, right? Paul doesn't matter whose mouth it comes out of. Thanks. Truth is truth. Yes, sir. Jeff, can you get in now? Coach, look at it. I mean, we do these school board meetings. We do whatever. Wherever we go to take that stand and get a spine and say this, the same stuff Putin's saying, but now we're terrorists. And he's a terrorist. You know what I mean? It is just So, Jeff, we know this. We know this, at least from what comes out of his mouth. Putin is far more Christian than Joe Biden. Folks, you get that, don't you? Do you guys understand if we took the words that came out of their mouth? Putin and Russia is far more Christian than America. Sorry. I know we got in God we trust on our money. I get it. Some of these people in these school board meetings probably hate me as much as they do Putin. You know, bad mouth probably, me like probably, more, probably more, probably more. Larry, come on, and then Rochelle. Yeah, you know, I think it was Joe that that said uh, they'll know us by our works. But I, I just want to inject here that they will know us by our love for one another. That's for one another, us Christians, us Christian body of Christ for one another, our love for each other. That's what the world will know us by. Yeah, we got family feuds. We're fighting in our family. Go ahead, uh, Rochelle, then Clay. Hey, thanks. Good morning, team. Um, I just I wanted to point out that um, Putin did have a special type of not a special type. He used the old school vaccine for his country. He didn't use any of these mRNA shots. Um, The same with the Chinese military, by the way. They didn't get any of these new age shots. They were all the old Mm. type. Um, And then uh, when it comes to the war, I think that the financial powers that be, they, they want that they realize that their financial bubble is going to pop. So the governments all need someone to blame. They need other countries to blame for this or that. So this yeah. financial crisis, and we, we do need to figure out it's also, they can have more control. We, we need to figure out how to stop them. But I think here in America, the key is abortion. I think we have to understand that we have to quit killing our babies we have to return we have to return to biblical morality listen the sin is the sin is the sin lying is just as deceptive as abortion lying leads to abortion lying leads to abortion abortion doesn't lead to lying lying leads to abortion clay come on in they didn't want trump and putin to align with one another so when trump won the election they had to blame it on putin and another thing that Putin has done is he's been banning porn on the Internet in Russia for a long time now, all the way back to like 2014. Really? Joe Biden been doing that? Donald Trump been doing that? George W. Bush been doing that? Obama been doing that? Hell, Obama, they tell me he's married to a man. You laugh. Hey, folks, you laugh, right? I don't know if he's married to a man, but the fact that it would even be mentioned about the president of the United States what does that tell you? What does that tell you where we are? Come on in, Bernie. Hey, thanks, Coach. <clears throat> yeah, there's a couple points real quick. Number one, we have to ask, why Why is the current modern American church so impotent, meaning not having the power to reproduce or to preach righteousness? Why does Donald Trump go into David Platt's church and ask for prayer, and David Platt prays for him? And then the next week, he apologizes for praying for Trump yeah. because because uh, all of a sudden you're politic- I mean, why is it that all the that there were false prophets there in in Israel? Why did the, the kings in Israel of all places? I mean, most of them there were very few righteous kings. Most of them were just rat rats. Okay, and um, yes, and what does that tell us? When we when we I just went went through kings and you know he's there. And the Lord's like, if it wasn't for Jehoshaphat, I wouldn't even talk to you. <laughs> there they have everything. And, uh, you know, there's there's a lot of lessons uh, in there if you guys want read to read and get into that sometime. That, Jump on Jehoshaphat! Come on in, Michelle. Morning, Coach. Morning, Huddle family. Two things. One, according to the Bible, there are no good people. And then secondly, Putin only does what is only good for Putin. He doesn't really care about anything else. So I'm going to put, I'm going to stick to Bible prophecy 
when we look at these things, even if you put no stock in it, coach. Okay, I didn't say I didn't put any stock in them. I said it was our default position. Hey, Michelle, are you in here just as an antagonist? Are you here as an antagonist? I sometimes wonder that, Michelle. Whether you, you're open. Listen, dear, you're open to say whatever you want to, but you're always an antagonist. And I want you to know my antenna are up on it, okay? If that's the way you see it, Coach, I can't help you. I'm honest. I'm honest, and that is the way I see it. That is the way I see it. Okay? You're welcome to say whatever you want to. But if you go back and listen to any broadcast, you're always on the other side. Always on the other side. I don't care what the topic is. Well, it's sad to know that I'm the only one on the other side. No, you know, I didn't say that. I didn't say that. I just said you're always on the other side. Hey, we'll talk about this another day. Okay, we'll talk about it. Okay, so let me do this. Let's pull up uh, Stu Peters. Say what? Oh, yeah. Yeah, pull up Stu Peters there real quick. I don't know what happened to Edward Zoll. He used to be on with, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Rusty's uncle. Uh, Clinton. Folks, this is so good. Put this at about 1.75 speed. It's going to go fast, okay? You're going to have to listen fast. But it's worth hearing because it's exactly what we talked about. And listen to what Stu Peters lays out, a litany of things that we have done to Russia. Go ahead. Can hear Uncensored, unafraid, and unstoppable. The 24th of February, 2022. Welcome to the Stu Peter Show. My name is Stu. So if you're like a lot of Americans, you may not really know where this war in Ukraine came from. The press wants you to think that Vladimir Putin just woke up one day and was like, hm, I'm going to go conquer Ukraine. They want you to think that he's just another Hitler going around randomly being evil. Well, that's a lie. This war is brought about by the incompetence and arrogance of our own State Department as much as it was created by Vladimir Putin. Here's some history for you. Ukraine used to be not a country at all. 400 years ago, its pieces were split up between Poland, Russia, and a Muslim empire called the Crimean Khanate. About half the country was basically uninhabited because if you tried to start a town there, Muslim raiders would simply ride in, kidnap you, and sell you into slavery. In the 1700s, Russia conquered this whole region. They settled the Slow down. The Slow down. Dale just yelled too fast. He's right. I, you know, I hate to spend all the, the time watching. Poland. Later, the borders of Ukraine were created by Vladimir Lenin after his communist revolution. So what does this all mean? Well, it's why Ukraine is such a mess today, because those empty parts of Ukraine that Russia settled were settled by Russians. They speak Russian. They call themselves Russians. They'd rather just be Russia rather than Ukraine. When the Soviet Union fell, they simply used the borders created by the communists. So what you have is this failed country where half the population is pro-Russia and the other half hates Russia. That's too bad. But then we went and made it worse. In 1990, the Soviet Union allowed the two Germanys to reunify. When they agreed to that, we promised them that we would not expand NATO any further east. But as soon as the Soviet Union collapsed, we simply broke that promise. We let in Poland and Hungary and Romania and a bunch of other countries. And this made Russia freak out because guess what? NATO is an alliance created for one purpose, to fight Russia. So for the last 15 years, the U.S. has been agitating for Ukraine to join NATO too. But this was happening too slowly. So we decided to meddle in that country as well. In 2014, Ukraine had a revolution. CNN will claim that they overthrew a dictator to restore a democracy. That's BS. Ukraine's president in 2014 was democratically elected. Everybody on all sides admitted that the vote to elect him was fair. But then we were unhappy when he started to pursue more pro-Russia policies. So when some people started pulling BLM-style protests against his government, our CIA gave them support. So did our media. It was all a stunt to make a violent coup d'etat look like a popular uprising. You had rioters murdering police, and then when the police shot back, we claimed that this was a dictator just massacring civilians. Totally bogus. But we ramped up the pressure, and we forced the Ukrainian president to flee the country. Then a new government came in that was more eager to be our slave. This is the government that paid hundreds of thousands of dollars to bribes to Hunter Biden. This is the government that also did everything Democrats wanted to do here. They kicked all their political enemies out of their jobs. They banned TV channels that they don't like. They arrested their political opponents and made a trumped-up treason charge. Well, some parts of Ukraine didn't go along with the coup, and they fought back, and they turned to Russia. For the past eight years, we've had a million chances to compromise. We could have agreed to keep Ukraine out of NATO. We could have pressured Ukraine to become more decentralized so both ethnic Russians and ethnic Ukrainians could be happy, but we didn't do that. So finally, Russia got fed up, and here we are. So that's what happened. Before the deep state used BLM and a lying media and ballot fraud to steal the 2020 election, they practiced all of these tactics in Ukraine. This war is just what happens when the target of one of these revolutions fights back. The ethnic Russians in Ukraine are like our January 6th protesters, and the deep state wants to crush them for the same reason they want to crush the Jan Sixers. If you want to blame anybody for this war, blame the deep state. But nevertheless, this is no localized insurgent. This is a big invasion. Putin may very well overrun the entire country. The situation is changing very quickly. It's going to change between now and the next time the show airs. But a few things are clear. What's clear is that our insane elites in the military industrial media complex have put our country at risk of starting World War III. And those insane elites very much include Republican lawmakers and Fox News. If you turn on Fox right now, you hear them trashing Biden for being weak, for allowing Putin's aggression. You'll hear guests demanding massive retaliatory sanctions. And some people are literally demanding that we get involved with the kinetic war. 
They're demanding this, even though Vladimir Putin has openly suggested that there will be a nuclear retaliation if the U.S. interferes. This is insane. Ukraine is not important to U.S. national security. Fighting a war against Russia doesn't help America, and it doesn't help the American people. It does carry a risk, however small, of blowing up the entire world. Let's be real about a few things. Canada cracking down on protesters and freedom of speech, seizing truckers' bank accounts, matters a lot more than Ukraine. For that matter, the tyranny of our own leaders matters a lot more than anything Vladimir Putin does. Vladimir Putin isn't forcing you to get a vaccine. Vladimir Putin isn't deplatforming you from Twitter and YouTube and Airbnb and seizing your bank accounts. Vladimir Putin isn't propagandizing your children into cutting their genitals off. Those are issues that matter. And as long as we have tyranny here at home, it's disgusting that any Republicans in office or on television are egging on new wars far away. But of course, that's why they do it. Republicans promote wars abroad so they can pretend that they're tough and ignore that they're total cowards about what's happening right here. So we'll be keeping a close eye on this war as it unfolds and what Republicans are hey saying. Amen. Okay, you can stop that, boy. Hey, folks, in other words, what's going on in America today, we've seen this act before, haven't we? It never changes. It never changes, friends. Think about this. We're looking right now, and we're seeing what's going on in the Ukraine, and we're listening to the media tell us why it's going on, Fox News wanting to promote war, telling us why it's going on, and then we look around, and we saw a million, million and a half peace-loving, patriotic Americans walk to Washington, D.C., or go to Washington, D.C., and walk to the Capitol, And then they turned that into a a violent insurrection. Do you understand? Can you see how the devil works? Why can't we see this? And wouldn't it, isn't it amazing that just when all this hell begins to break loose here and we're getting ready to fight back and push them back, that now we got to go to war with Russia? Wow. That's odd timing. Anybody picking up what I'm laying down? Huh? Come on in, Randy. Amen. Amen. Coach, I could talk, I could go on the whole program through history and take you to the, the thread and take you to today, Coach, but I'll be brief. I know I can go too far. Sometimes I do. And I'm sorry, but it's just what's in me, Coach. But um, look, look, I'll start here, Coach. We are indoctrinated into an end time thinking because of dispensationalism. Dispensationalism was brought in by, during that time, we know, through Schofield, I'll I'll start there. But, But, Coach, what has happened is we think Russia is the bear from the north, and we can't get that out of our head. So what do we do? We have been indoctrinated by the communist, by the Zionist, with dispensational viewpoint to keep it going. Okay, what do we do? We, we make Russia evil. They are a national country trying to back, get, get back the nationalism. The globalists took them out in World War I when they killed the czars and, and established a communist state. They were Bolsheviks. That was, that was Jewish people. That was part of their plan. And, Coach, if you just can follow this line, if everyone would just go read history and put the pieces together, they would understand Russia is trying to become a Christian nation. They actually are, and we're trying. We're holding them back because we we're propagandized with our end time teaching that's false. Amen, Randy. Amen. I'm sorry to hurt everybody's feelings, but that is the truth. Just challenge me, please, people. Amen, Randy. By the way, we're gonna have we're gonna have uh, on Tuesday. We're gonna have Gary Demar on. He's going to, I told you yesterday, he's going to talk about preter, preterism in the book that he wrote is called End Time Madness and the end, end time deception of where we are, what's going on around us. You don't want to miss it. It's going to be fascinating. Now, listen, <clears throat> I'm not trying to make enemies. I don't care what your theology is. I want to bring stuff, lay it on the table, and let you be informed and let you make your own decision. That's what I want to do. And I'm not going to shy away from so- topics just because that may not be the political or spiritual eschatological view of someone in the queue. All right? That, that's why we have so many denominations. You understand that, don't you? Because not everybody believes on everything in the Bible. You will say, your pastor will say, the Bible says it, we believe it, that settles it but then reject the baptism in the Holy Spirit. Oh, I'm telling you the truth today. I'm telling you the truth. <laughs> oh, this gets me in more trouble than you know. I don't care. I'm going to tell. When the day is over, when this show is over after every day, my 
goal is that you would think, that you would be curious enough that you would go find out for yourself that you're not going to run to your pastor and ask your pastor about what he thinks about what Coach Dave said, because how do you know he's right? I'm seeking truth. Come on in, Joe Allen and Dale. This is just a thought. We got a weak president. We got a lot of Christian activities going on in the United States. You know, with uh, uh, Trump, we have the truckers now starting to act up and go over there. Not saying it's bad. Not saying it's good. Potential a false flag. Now we got Russia doing this. My fear is the president doing a emergency act and putting us down where we cannot move or do anything. Hey, Joseph, I was Joseph. I saw this yesterday. I should have, should have pulled this up. Uh, only uh, only two-thirds of our uh, Air Force planes are functional. Did you guys know that? Did you know that? That one-third of our, uh, our, our military is not prepared at all. Not prepared. I'm not a military expert. But see, we're more concerned about women in the military and transgenders in the military than we are the ability of the, of, uh, of the military to, to wage a war. Anybody know what I'm, anybody out there think I'm telling the truth? Anybody out there think I'm crazy? Huh? And it's because there's an undermining, there's an undermining of Christianity. And folks, America is and was the heart of Western civilization, Christianity, America. If they can overthrow America, they will think they have overthrown Christianity, and we don't get it. Kings of this earth conspiring against the Lord and his church. That's what it says, anointed, the Lord and his anointed. But unfortunately, we have many churches masquerading as churches. They're not churches. They're not the Lord's anointed. In fact, many of them, I'm sorry, have been drug over to the other two. Come on in, Dale. That fear is called martial law. Come on in, Dale. It's tyranny. Brother, I love you, man. You you are the stick that you your show, you do it in love. You know I why? Love. Because you stir the gumbo and, and then you lick the spoon and you stick it back in there, brother. That's called <laughs> making it with love right there. And brother, let me tell you, you know, I, I don't watch any of that, that kind of news because I see that propaganda and you see the fake stuff. Brother, I, I some of them sources were showing in the capital city. There was a building, one of the official buildings. They were, they were, they had a bonfire going. They were burning papers. Remember all that Trump collusion and the election, right? They were burning papers. I believe they needed that war, just like they needed to to blow up the 9/11 towers to hide and to conceal some of the things that were going on. Now, Amen. This morning, Coach, whether you want whether you want to read it or not, if you read Psalms 106, because I'm driving. I'm, I'm on my way to vacation. Psalms 106, starting with verse 36 through 43, brother literally jumped off the page and slapped me in the face this morning. <clears throat> Psalm 146, is that what you said? Psalm 106, verse 36 through 43, just seven verses. And they serve their, hey, hang on, I'm going to say this before I read this. I want to ask you something. I'm going to ask you something. <clears throat> Does the Lord only hear the prayers of American Christians? Are there any Ukrainian Christians praying? Are there any Russian Christians praying? And are they praying the same prayer we're praying? And they served their idols, which were a snare unto them. Yea, they sacrificed their sons and their daughters unto devils. Oh, my goodness. And she had innocent blood, even the blood of their sons and of their daughters, whom they sacrificed unto the idols of Washington, D.C. And the land was polluted with blood. Thus were they defiled with their own works. And they went a-whoring with their own inventions. Wow, Dale. Wow. Jeff, now come on in. I'm sorry, go ahead. 
Hey, Court, you're the failing. Oh, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Therefore was the wrath of the Lord kindled against his people. Insomuch that he, had, he abhorred his own inheritance. And he gave them into the hand of the heathen, and they that hated them ruled over them. Boom. Wow, 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 wow. Go ahead, Jeff. Hallelujah. Hey, Coach, you're the, you're the phalanx, 70,000 rounds a minute. Okay, you're hitting the target there. Okay. I, am the, yep. I, I went to the VA for my semi-annual exam, and they sent me there for a half hour, and I got pissed off because I went down wearing that stupid mask, and I left it. When the Democrats in power, that military goes to crap. That is a fact. And last Amen. thing is the communist goals, the emphasis on intellectual maturity so it doesn't look like a religious crutch. That's right. Hey, Jeff, it's what I talked about the last two days, right? Faith. They have faith. They just have faith in communism, right? Because why? God gave to each one of us the same measure of faith. And it's up to you what that faith is going to be exercised towards, my friends. Craig, come on in. Then top turf, Teddy. Uh, I would just say uh, uh, convergence. And, you know, we, we can talk about uh, the prophetic's not a bad thing uh, from my standpoint. But the thing is, is uh, it, it's not the prophetic's not just going to be the, the men. It's going to be the kings of the earth and the kings of the earth are this this uh, satanic ruling. And Christ is, is fighting against these things. and It's going to be carried out here on our own. As far as that, you know, we can look at the strings of it. Bricks, go back and understand bricks go back and understand Club of Rome, all these things are coming to play. And all I would say in the prophetic is we are still between seven and ten years from the cross of Christ, which is a 2,000-year mark. And I would just hold that in, you know, your heart as we go forward. Work while the sun shines, because a day cometh when no man can work, Craig. That's the way I read it. Pull up Putin. Jonathan, just a link that says Putin. Pull that up for me, and then make it big so I can read it. No, no, it was a standalone email. Standalone email. Did I not send that to you? Probably knowing me. I probably, no, that's not it. Oh, hey, I didn't send it to you. Eric's coming, Jonathan. Whoops. I hit the wrong daggone thing. Stop it. Stop it. Let's go here. Let's forward. No. No. Forward. Forward. There you go. There we go. Hang on. Hang on. I want you to see this. I hate computers. Good. Send it to you, Jonathan. Come on, Top Turf Teddy, while I'm waiting on it. Go ahead, Teddy. Um, I'm sorry. Uh, what I wanted to say was that God has placed Putin in power at this time. And mm-hmm. at this moment in time, Putin is the only thing from keeping the evil bastards from taking over the world. Well, it sure looks like it, doesn't it? See, the, see, folks, well, <clears throat> it sounds like we're Putin-loving here today. Not what I'm trying to do. <clears throat> Look at this on the screen. Mr. Putin claimed that Russia's goal was not to occupy Ukraine, but merely protect residents of eastern Ukraine from what he called a regiment. He said the goal of the attack for which he was positioned, 190 Russian soldiers along Ukraine's border, was the demilitarization and denazification of Ukraine. We will bring to court those who have committed many crimes, Putin said, responsible for the bloodshed of civilians, including Russian citizens. Hmm. Wow. That's the truth, Coach. Uh You wonder whose side he's on, don't you? You wonder whose side the American government is on, right? And as as we heard earlier, NATO was put in place to do what? To protect the rest of Europe from Russia. So Putin would not be wrong in calling NATO an enemy. They're a sworn enemy, actually. Janine. Um, this is on a different topic since it's Flicker Friday. Uh, a different picture of America is on John Diamond's show yesterday after Myra, uh, unbelievable interview. 
and um, maybe perhaps you could have that man on your show to show what America is actually doing. All right. I'll check with John and see, see what we, uh, yes, I'll do that. Listen, folks, I, we're winning. We're winning. man. I'm telling you, I got, I got some more things I could throw up on the screen. I'm not going to do it right now. Let me, I want to finish with, I want to finish with this today. Okay. Cause I've had it about for about a week and haven't used it. Click on don't judge there, Jonathan, please don't judge. <clears throat> I wish you'd grab a Bible. I wish you'd put this on your, on your screen and sit down and go through your Bible. Are Christians to judge? Because that's what we hear all the time, isn't it? We're not to judge. Matthew 7, verses 1 through 6, Jesus teaches us how to judge. Righteous, judge righteously. If I had time, I'd go through all the scripture references. You can do it yourself. In John 7, 24, Jesus commands us to judge. In 1 Corinthians 2, 15 through 16, judging is the character of being spiritual. He who is spiritual judges all things. Number four, 1 Corinthians 5, 12 and 13. We are to judge those in the church. 1 Corinthians 6, 5. We are to judge matters between brothers. 1 Corinthians 14, 29, we are to judge preaching. Wow. 2 Corinthians 11, 4, we're to judge doctrine and teachings. Really? Who are you to judge? 1 John 2, 18 through 20, we are to judge false Christians. Ephesians 5, verse 11, We're to judge the deeds and workers of darkness. Matthew 7, 15 through 16, we are to judge false teachers. And 1 Corinthians 6, verse 2, one day Christians will judge the entire world. Yes, we are to judge, just not hypocritically, nor superficially. Boy, is that, huh? We hear that on the street all the time. Who are you to judge? We're not supposed to judge, brother. We're not supposed to judge. Come on in, Doc. Dr. Paul and Joanne. Wrap us up here. You know, I heard from a a lawyer a long time ago, uh, the entomology of uh, prejudice, which is... uh, prejudge they don't want us to prejudge and i think uh going down the etymology of words is helpful in, in the way i kind of look at things but uh, it's all this prejudice that we're doing on all these other people we yeah. don't want to judge we just don't want to prejudge well, well that's that's right and they paint they folks they paint us in such a way so that they we're able to be judged you understand it? they judge us all the time they judge us all the time <laughs> and then they tell they us don't do it. They prejudge us. They're prejudiced they pre- against us. Yeah, they, they prejudge. That's called, yeah, it is. Prejudice. Joanne. Uh, yes, I think we need that on a T-shirt. I find a lot of people telling me I'm very judgmental, and I tell them that the Lord tells me to be so. Gives me discernment. Thank you. All right. We just may have to think about putting that on the back of a T-shirt. Although we have one, uh, Jesus is the judge. It's good. Larry, Silver, quickly, Go. Okay, very quickly, that verse that they use, judge not lest ye be judged, that meaning for the word judge in that verse has nothing to do with determining right or wrong. It has everything to do with determining the punishment for being wrong. That's not our game. But our game is determining right or wrong. Elsewise, how are we going to know how to act with who? That's crazy, Larry. It's all crazy. Go ahead, Silver. Wow, what a show, Coach. Um, (laughs) And this goes back to who really is Mystery Babylon? Well, done it ever, brother. Huh? You know what? <laughs> I see the picture of this nation is going to be so out of it, unable to do things like defend Israel. Mm. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So, oh, folks, do it. the mic drop of the day, from my perspective, is the Christian in the Ukraine 
praying the same thing as the Christian in America? Is the Christian in Russia praying the same thing as the Christian in America? Is the Christian in Israel praying the same thing as the Christian in America? And I would say, no, they're not. Have a great weekend. Love you all. No, I don't. Love you enough to tell you the truth. See you on Monday.